Welcome to our inaugural podcast of the Gettysburg DAR. We're so excited you're here because at our last meeting a few weeks ago, we did a little round robin of what everyone loved about being a DAR member, and we wanted to share that with you. So Pat, would you relate some of the things, one of the things that you enjoy in um, DAR? Well, of the many things that I have thought about, one of the things, and um, I guess we all got our bags in the mail telling us that we're part of a group of a million women, and I just think that's uh, a wonderful thing to know that through history there have been women who were housewives, uh, a very diverse group of women, um, first ladies, astronauts, senators, um, artists, all sorts of women from all walks of life have been members of the DAR and um, and we're part of it and I, I, I think that's a, a really neat thing to ponder once in a while. And um, yeah, I agree with that. Wonderful. <laughs> and Barb, do you have a comment about that? Sure. The mission of the DAR is to promote historic preservation, education, and patriotism. Currently, we have 185,000 members. We're trying to get to the 200,000 member total within a couple years, with over 3,000 chapters in all 50 states in Washington, D.C., and we also have international chapters in Australia, Bahamas, Bermuda, Canada, France, Germany, United Kingdom, which is incredible because anywhere you go, you can attend a DAR chapter if you so choose and you're there at the right time. And all of those members discovered that their, one of their ancestors at least, gave aid or fought with the revolutionary soldiers to make this country what it is today. Yes, they have to be able to trace back through their direct lineage back to an American patriot. And it, it doesn't have to be specifically a soldier. It could be somebody that gave uh, public service, gave aid and assistance. We have women patriots, which is wonderful. There's an initiative right now. Ladies are trying to find female patriots. And there's a Facebook group set up for that. So I think that's exciting, finding the women that gave service back during that time period. That is so wonderful that it's all over the world, too. It is. And Sharon. <laughs> Can you share with us? Well, one thing that I'm, I'm very pleased with in this chapter, and, and I am the chapter librarian, and I love to read, and I love to suggest books to read for our group. And it's, I've learned so much from just these few books that we've read, the sacrifices, the, the dangers, um, the bravery, the loyalty that, that our patriots have shown, and not just our patriots, but their families as well. I'm, I'm so proud of those people, and I will just keep reading as long as I can because I learn something every time I open a book. And thank you for choosing a book for us every year for our book club. I do, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to share them. Yeah. And um, I'm Edie, I'm the chapter regent, and have been so for a year, so I've gotten to discover a lot more than I knew before, and it just keeps getting better and better. Once you discover that you've had someone in, the, in your family line who did that kind of sacrifice, then you want to respond somehow. And it's been so wonderful to get to respond by joining the DAR who does 
amazing things in on the national level and on the state level. And just in our local chapter, our service, we have been able to help restore an old barn that's being used as the National Apple Museum. And we've worked now and then all through the year and really been able to get that historic preservation project started and continuing. And we're looking to a new project this year to help them get a preservation grant. Mm -hmm. So to be able to respond with service is really important to me. It seems like all of our members love that. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And actually speaking to what Sharon was talking about in the books, and uh, I read My Dear Hamilton, which oh. was, you know, I enjoyed it very much. And you know that during the revolutionary time, things were difficult, and there were people on both sides of the fence and everything, and, and you just wonder... Gosh, if I were back then, how would I really feel? You know, mm -hmm. how would I be brave enough? And so you honor the person in your family by joining the DAR in a way. You're remembering them. And when you read the stories, you realize it was no walk in the park. It was right. difficult times, and they sacrificed a lot. And mm -hmm. so that means a lot. And then being able to go a step further and not only honor them, but to continue to do works for others, I think, is a wonderful way to honor them. And I know you're involved in the citizenship and um, helping people get their citizenship, you know, teach them, and, and I think that's wonderful. And I think that is something the DAR really spot on for us, my opinion, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know when I first joined DAR. I've been a member for almost 20 years now. And my father told told my sister and I when we were little, oh, you qualify for DAR. Little did I know that I had patriots on both sides of the family and the family goes way back. So when you think about DAR, you think about the, the lineage group. Um, and my view was it was a bunch of little old ladies sitting around. Um, <laughs> But when you get into the organization, you realize that's not true. We, we really are a service organization. There's various, many, many projects that we're involved in. We have members of every race and ethnicity. We have young members. In fact, we have junior members, and they are, they are in the age category of 18 to 35 that do a lot of good things for the organization. And they also have been great with helping us manage our technology as we move into a more technological world. These young ladies are very familiar with it and it's been fantastic, especially for the smaller chapters that don't have those skills to be able to use the juniors. But the service piece of it is very big and I think as we go around we'll probably talk more about that. Sharon, you probably have some more ideas about why you like DAR. Well, I, I like the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. we, we've covered that, but yet there is a common thread among all of us. And I just would, I would just love to maybe have a light shine on you and your patriot and you and your patriot. They probably knew each other. Some of them did. Maybe that's a little far-fetched, but um, I, I think these patriots have come across... I, I like you, Barb. I've known of my patriot ever since I've been a little girl. And my mom said, oh, you need to do the DAR. You need to do... Nah, I'm too busy, Mom. I yeah, that is for blue-haired ladies, yes. But now that I'm in it, 
I'm just in it and so proud. So proud, yeah. And I love my patriot. I really do. He's from Pennsylvania. And um, it's it's just an honor. It is an honor. Yeah. That's great to get. And these days, I think it's a little easier to do the genealogy. One of the wonderful things about DAR also is they have great resources on the national level, especially, to search your genealogy. And that's one of the things that chapter members do is go towards. So you're supporting that wonderful genealogy library with full-time staff who can help you find those difficult pieces, not just in your lineage line for DAR, but with lots of different uh, questions you might have about your ancestors. Mm -hmm. And you can go down there and visit. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I was going to say next, is I love the fact that you can suddenly be able to participate on the national, state, and local level with such a large organization, um, now just admitting its millionth member, which is <laughs> what you said, Pat. And um, so on this national level, we're supporting the buildings of the DAR and all that the national level does to support the whole organization. And on the state level, for instance, their state project this year is to restore the Robert Morris um, Glass and uh, Valley Forge uh, park, and so we're able to contribute to that. And on the and then on the local level, we don't have dues, but anyone who would like to donate to the local level, we use those funds to do all of our projects and activities together. Mm-hmm. So I like being able to participate on all those levels. Sure. And also another thing to think about too is you know um, we talk about charitable work and services, but. And like you mentioned, historic preservation, and not only that, but education. Um, hopefully, we're able to pass on, you know, our knowledge and the knowledge of our ancestors and what they went through to another generation, and how important it is to understand the Constitution and uh, the rights that we've been given in this great country. And so, education is part of what the DAR is about as well. And through our school essays, contests, and uh, support of different schools, I think we're able to do some of that. And historic preservation, teaching, you know, this isn't just a stained glass. What does this represent to us, you know? And those things are important as well. Our Gettysburg chapter has had several wonderful initiatives. One of them for many years is the DAR Good Citizens Award that we give out to high school seniors every year. In the spring, we have an awards meeting where children from local schools are given awards for for history and for the DAR Good Citizens. We also, current Regent Edie has been working with the literacy program, and that's a new initiative that we're kicking off. We've donated many of the chapters across the country with their service to America, have made more than 550,000 face masks and donated them to hospitals, charities, schools during this COVID-19 pandemic. We also have given out um, National Defense Awards, our ROTC medals to outstanding high school students. We participate in that every year. And also recently, uh, back in the fall, the chapter collected personal care items in support of Project Patriot to support our service 
personnel that are in conflict zones. And our care package this year went to the, I believe it was the Eisenhower um, ship. So there's a lot of things you can do at the local level. Those are some of the things that the Gettysburg chapter is involved in, but certainly by no means there, there are a lot of other things that the chapters can be involved in. It's fun that way. It is. Another thing that I look forward to is, is our monthly meetings. There, um, we usually have lunch. You know, that's important. Right. Food. <laughs> food first. Yeah, food first, yes. And then we get down to business. <laughs> yeah. But we, we honor the veterans in November. We have a luncheon for the, for the local veterans. They're all invited at our expense. And this year I was really very, very honored that my, my nephew, who is a retired lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, was our guest speaker. And um, I just think of that little boy who couldn't wait to fly those planes, <laughs> standing up there in his uniform. Even he though was he, incredible. He, that was a great speech. Yeah, thank you. He's, he's a fun and funny guy, and, and his, his suit was a bit small, and he had to work the buttons. <laughs> he just had visions of standing up there, and all of a sudden, the buttons popping off. He was so worried about that. But I was, I was truly honored that, that he agreed to do that, and um, it, it was just lovely. Very and the lovely. veterans loved that speech. I oh, mean, they just okay. ate it up. It was so informative, and I mean, the details he put in about you know, flying dignitaries oh, yeah. from mm -hmm. Europe mm -hmm. after 9-11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that was the last plane out of Europe to the out. U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And I, I understand he flew the first C-5 into Iraq. Oh, my. Yeah, so he's made <clears throat> a lot of trips around the world. And he also met the um, CAR president, um, oh, that's who wants to go to the Air Force Academy, where Brian went. Brian's an Air Force Academy graduate. So that will be interesting to see where that plays out. You know, That's Brian wonderful. will give him a lot of tips on how to get there. Yeah. Just as an aside, um, the CAR is the Children of American Revolution, mm -hmm. and we're the Daughters of the American Revolution. They're two separate organizations. And the Sons. And the, they're the, the sons, sons. Of, of the American Revolution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it's exciting that you're talking about that setting up a kind of mentorship mm -hmm. because it's amazing what relationships can open up for people mm -hmm. just getting to know each other in a community through this organization. Mm -hmm. The DAR has lots of educational resources that they make available to public schools, private schools, and now we've linked with homeschoolers so that those great resources about history, American history and other things, are available. And you mentioned awards to the high school students and to the ROTC, Barb. Mm -hmm. And also we have fifth grader award, which I think is unique for our chapter, which is a history essay, but it's also encouraging literacy. Mm -hmm. And the Literacy Council effort is to train new citizens. We are very excited because you can tell how excited we are about American history. And that's part of that test to be a new citizen is to know about American history. So that's what I wanted to bring in. And Pat, I'm going to ask you for another thing that you might like about if you have one. Well, I guess it just um, kind of plays into what you were both talking about, you know, the friendships we talk about but also connecting with people that you 
you may never have had an opportunity mm -hmm. to know in life. That's and true. And they are in your own community, and you don't even know it. And so not only do we, we make friendships among ourselves, but our, dare I say, networking, you know, it's just um, meeting other people that have had opportunities or experiences that we can share and help others share uh, through such a large organization. But yet, and as large as it is, we're still small on a local chapter, and it feels comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. you don't get lost in a big national uh, organization. It, you know, you start out on the local level, and it, yeah. it is a comfortable feeling, and it's nice to have those friendships, I think. And you bring your own experience and talents to right. benefit the group. And exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And I agree. I think there's each of us has something that we can give to the organizations that we belong to. One of the big things that women are involved in are service for veterans. And the DAR has representatives in VA medical centers across the country. And these volunteers go in monthly, sometimes even weekly, depending on which group is going in there. Providing gifts, personal care items. Some of the ladies do bingo parties for the veterans in these facilities, ice cream socials, things like that. But also DAR is very active in commemorative events. This year marks the 100th anniversary of Votes for Women. On 26 August 1920, women got the right to vote. So all across the DAR, various chapters, state levels, national organization are putting on events to highlight the votes for women and it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun um, unfortunately the COVID has put some stops on some of the activities but when you look out on the Facebook pages and the internet there's all sorts of activities going on the women are creative with how they approach these things and um, we are recognizing what what women had to go through to get the vote so there's a lot of different ways you can get involved in DAR at the, not only the chapter level, but also at the state and national level, if you so desire. That is nice. Mm -hmm. That's very nice. I, I, um, I have always been a patriotic person, red, white, and blue, some of my favorite colors. And I'm very pleased with the patriotism within the chapter the state level, the national organization, we always um, say the pledge, right. and that's that's important to me. It really is, yeah. I think it's important to all of us. And but it's nice, too, that it's not a political organization. Right. It's not a religious organization. It comes together to celebrate our Americanism and our <laughs> unity. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we're yeah. a force for good. We are community. a force for good. Yes, we really, really are. And there's there's a lot that we have to offer individually and collectively. And just getting the word out there sometimes, what we are all about, is important. And I guess that's what we're trying to do today. Right, and I'm so happy that we all were able to do this podcast together, coming from our different vantage points. And um, it's a great start, and we look forward to doing regular podcasts in the future. And you can find us online with the links on our uh, this page and our website. Look for us in the future at our YouTube channel and our blog site. 
and thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.